Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I was supposed to drop an episode yesterday, but I was so freaking tired. Well, not I was supposed to, but I had plans to. That's what I wanted to do, let me say. Um, anyways, we're going to start today's episode off with uh, an advice column submission. If y'all are familiar, or if y'all aren't new, let me say, y'all already know we do po- uh, advice column submissions here. And I've been telling y'all that I got a phone number, so I got my first submission via phone call and we're going to play the voicemail out loud and yeah i haven't listened to it so we're going to play it we're going to see what was said we're going to give advice oh you know what i think i thought it was like an audio call but i think they texted me so yeah all right let me not spend too much time let me just read the text message sorry i thought it was a audio i was a little excited to hear somebody's voice but here we go hey i'm a fan of the show i'm rashad from radford if you're a member haha but your show on confidence was interesting because confidence is like half what people perceive of you do you agree with that at all and you've always been such an inspiration to me you're so strong-willed and confident and i try to mimic it in my life you yfm i don't know what yfm means um okay i do definitely remember you rashad Shout out to you for fucking with Constantly Podcast and just shout out with you for being a cool ass individual. Um, your question was confident because confidence is like half what people perceive of you. Do you agree with that at all? Um, so I guess you're asking me if I think that people think I'm confident. I do think that people think I'm confident. As a matter of fact, I think that this sounds I think this is going to come across as like cocky or arrogant, but it shouldn't. I do believe that people see me as confident. I also do believe that uh, like to myself, I call myself the blueprint. I'm very aware of the influence that I have on people. I'm very aware of how motivational, inspirational I can be because I am very persistent, confident, and uh, steadfast. Um, You know, I am aware of the greatness that I embody. And um, I do believe that it radiates through me. So I, you know, I think that everyone sees the goodness that I see in myself. So yes, I do believe that it is something that others perceive of me. Um, I started off by saying that this is gonna come across as arrogant or cocky or whatever. And, um, and I said that it shouldn't. And somebody had left me a comment on TikTok Let's go pull up that comment on TikTok real quick so I don't um, misquote them. Okay, so the comment was, what's the difference between arrogance and confidence to you? And in my opinion, I don't think there's a difference difference between confidence and arrogance. I think arrogance has a negative connotation. Um, And I also believe that arrogance is like, people projecting their lack of confidence onto you. And so they give arrogance a negative connotation because it's like, there really is no difference between you being confident and arrogant. Both of the two communicate that you are sure of yourself. And people present arrogance as something, as somebody that's like very high and haughty, someone that thinks that they're better than everyone, but like, that's essentially what confidence is. 
I mean, confidence all around is like you not caring about anybody. So you thinking that I think I'm better than you is you projecting that I feel this way. And if you feel this way, then you must believe it. And again, that's why I say arrogance is people's projection of you or people's projection of them not caring about or liking themselves or loving themselves or being confident. And they're projecting that onto you. When in actuality, arrogance is just confidence and cockiness is just confidence. People just take these words to flip it and spin it again to project. So I don't think there's a difference between the two. Now, what else did we talk about today? Because that was my only submission, I think. Let me check my um, Google submissions. Yeah, I ain't got none. So if before we go into anything else, if you guys need advice, remember that this is an advice column and I do give advice. All submissions are anonymous unless you want to disclose who you are. And um, you guys can call in, all right? The phone number is 240-587-3186. You can also leave me a, I mean, apparently you can text that number. So feel free to text that number. But I prefer you guys call. And you can also leave um, submissions by visiting my Instagram, at ConstancyPod. Click on the link in my bio. Click on the Dear Advice column tab. That will direct you to my advice column. And there you can type up a submission as well. Now, all of those submissions are anonymous. Uh, all in all, again, they are all anonymous. And I do not know who leaves these submissions unless you disclose that. And I will never tell anybody who leaves these submissions unless you literally put your name in the submission and say you want your name to be said. So there is that. Okay. Now, I kind of wanted to do a, because, um, you know, we're in, we're approaching the new year. And I think it's only right that every podcaster or YouTuber or anything or anybody <laughs> has a, you know, things I learned in 2021 or things I will not do again in 2021, right? So let's talk about it, except I think I'm going to make it more broad. And we're not just going to focus on what I learned in 2021. We're going to focus on what I've learned in my 20s because I'm going to be 25 next month. And that is super close to 30. And so I'm approaching a new version of me. At least that's how it feels on the inside. So things I learned. Oh my God. First thing I learned. Well, yeah, I learned this throughout the course of like from 18 to 20. I've, I've learned this and it's been shown to me on several different occasions. People don't, like, people are such haters. I remember I made one podcast episode and I was like, haters don't exist. You know, people aren't really praying on your downfall. I don't think anybody's praying, praying on your downfall. I really don't. People may be, but that's not something I spend my brain power thinking about. However, I will say that it has been it has become apparent to me that people just be talking shit just to talk shit. I was with one of my friends and they mentioned to me that, I guess I was the bid of people's conversation. And for those of y'all that aren't from the DMV, I mean, personally, I barely know what bid means, but I think it's like you, the, the, the joke of you just joke, like you talking to, they, they just going on you basically. Right. And someone had the audacity to bring my name up and say, I don't even know what the hell they said. Whatever they said, it didn't even matter. They, it was something along the lines of like, what does Constance think she's doing with the clothes? Like, Constance swear she be, I don't know what the hell they said. I just didn't even pay attention to what was said. But it became apparent to me that, damn, like, you just be focusing on yourself. You be doing what you want to do. You be living your life. And then you got people that will choose to watch you live your life and talk about it. Instead of, you know, if, if you feel like whatever I'm doing shouldn't be done or I don't know what I'm doing, I think it would make sense for you to remove myself from your site. Um, my friend didn't disclose to me who said it. If they would have, what I would have done was I would have just went in and blocked the person 
Um, I think it's so weird that people, this is another thing. People will follow you and they don't fuck with you. They don't fuck with what you're doing. And it's like, come on now. We owe, we all owe, we're adults. If you can't make the executive decision to remove me from your feed, I will do it for you. That's another thing. Ain't nothing wrong with blocking people. I think that there's this idea that when you block someone, you are weak. Who gives a fuck? Okay. It's all about life is all about protecting your peace. Life is all about making sure that you like, we'll just say the one thing that you can always control in your life is who has access to you. And so blocking is a form of access. You know, everybody's on social media. If you don't want nobody keeping up with you, you block them. If you don't want to keep up with nobody, you won't follow them. You know, you, that's, that's, that's one thing you can definitely control. And I think it's so crazy that people will still follow you know everything that you're doing like how you know how you know i'm doing anything with fashion and you don't fuck with what i'm doing or you got something negative to say about it you might as well unblock i mean unfollow and like i said if i knew who it was they surely would have woke up to a block from me i don't care if it's petty i don't know i don't care if it is scary i don't care what it comes across as it is okay to block people because why the fuck not uh <laughs> what else did i learn um Oh my God, I learned this recently. You do not mix friends and business. Okay, we're going to do a real quick story time. I ain't going fix, to fixate too much on it because I'm way past it. It ain't that big of a deal to me. But y'all know I had a business and um, I was always looking for ways with my hair business. I was always looking for ways to get some exposure. I had a friend that mentioned to me like, hey, I'm trying to, you know, be a, like build my online presence. I would love to review your hair or whatever right so this is the exchange I mean there was more to the story in regards to the exchange but whatever the 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 final exchange was I'm gonna give you hair and in exchange I'm gonna get a review back right never got the review and simply because that person you know they have other priorities they like the the building the online presence wasn't let me, I'm projecting, but I'm speaking from what I thought in my mind, what I still do think. It just wasn't that big of a thing to them. Building an online presence wasn't that big of a priority. Therefore, the review wasn't made. Anyways, all in all, had I just given the hair to someone that was actually, first of all, that did cause, it didn't really cause no tension in the friendship. It was just like, I opened her to me and kind of just made me like, uh, I just didn't fuck with that, right? And so, for one, that mixing business and friendship opens room for the, you to possibly lose a friend because now you're offended by what they did in regards to your business. You get what I'm saying? Like, had I never even opened the door to allow a friend to do something that I should have just gone to a professional for, or should have just gone to someone that was more serious about it, we wouldn't even have no, there would be no room for tension in the friendship, right? Um, I also learned, so in that whole situation, which I hope made sense, because I don't know if I told the story correct, <laughs> um... But in that, uh, like, lesson, I also learned that people don't care about your shit more than you care about it. And you can't expect anybody to care about your shit more than you care about it. It's your shit. Like, you know, you have these expectations and this criteria for your business, for your YouTube, for your podcast, for your whatever. You have this expectation for your goals and your visions. And not everyone's going to meet those expectations because they just don't care that much. It's not their life. It, it, your business doesn't feed them. doesn't do anything for them. So they don't care. So don't expect them to care. And don't be mad if they don't care, right? So, I mean, I couldn't be that mad about somebody not fulfilling an agreement that we have because they just don't care about it. I mean, I could be mad. You can, you can have any emotion you want to have, but understand that 
back to accountability, you had the choice to go with someone that would have taken it more seriously, having it be their actual job, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Yeah. I had the choice to go with someone else and I chose to go with a friend and that was, that's what I learned. So we're going to reiterate, do not mix friends in business and don't expect anybody to care about your shit more than you care about it. There he goes barking. All right, hold on, y'all, hold on. All right, y'all, so I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay, another thing that I learned is that, and it was just on top of my head, and I sat down, and I fucking forgot. Damn. Fucking up my train of thought. Damn, sorry, podcast listeners. You like, you gotta be kidding me. Come on, girl, say something. Um. Well, shit. What else did I fucking learn? Oh, okay. Let's get into it. Procrastination. It ain't going to get you anywhere. You holding off something till tomorrow or to the next week or to next year. Next year. A lot of people, you know, New Year's coming up. Everybody want to hold something off till I'm going to start it in a new year. First of all, if you go, if you keep on pushing it, you ain't about it. You ain't going to start it. Second of all, why can't you start today? Like really, why can't you start today? This is what I'm talking Priorities. Okay, I'm talking about this is what I'm talking about, but this is this is a big deal. Priorities, get your priorities in line. Prioritize what's important to you and act on it as soon as you can act on it. And as soon as you can act on it, meaning today. Like if you can if you really can make something shake today, make it shake today. Because the longer you wait, the further and further away you get to reaching that goal or you know, doing what it is that you want to do. And it's so easy to get comfortable in procrastination, like for instance, the podcast, right? I was holding off the podcast for whatever reason, telling myself, oh, I needed a better setup. Oh, I needed I needed to work on my podcast or whatever excuses I was making for myself. I was delaying my progress at one, getting comfortable with podcasting. I was getting comfortable with the idea of just chilling and not podcasting. Like, oh, I'm going I'm to get to the podcast next week. And I'm sitting around. Well, I ain't sitting around. I'm always doing something. But I'm sitting around focusing my attention on um the fashion stuff and delaying my progress with the podcast and in doing so podcast episodes weren't being made weren't being made. I wasn't getting better at podcasting. The podcast was just sitting there. Um, it, it just, you do not grow by not doing common sense, right? You got to act on shit to make it fucking happen. It doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter what the goal is. If you want things to get done, it has to, it has to get done. This is not high school anymore where you can just put off or high school, college, whatever. This isn't that situation where you can just put off that fucking paper and do a last minute and have shit shake. You've got to put time into what it is that you want and you've got to put effort into what it is that you want. And it's not going to happen over and it's not going to happen overnight, which is why that procrastination is not going to get you anywhere. So stop procrastinating and act on shit when you when it comes to your mind just act on it like really sit and assess can i get this shit done today chances are you can get something started on that shit today so get it done okay <clears throat> what else did i learn in my 20s um i learned that health is wealth health is definitely wealth and i have started taking my health into consideration um i think your health comes before anything uh all through college 
I told y'all that's when I began my entrepreneurship journey, my creative journey. And so I was so focused on trying to get to the next level of my life, which is another thing. Let me write this shit down. Trying to get to another life is not a race. We're going to touch on that next. Let me type this. So I don't forget because I'll be forgetting. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, health is wealth. And so I was big on trying to get to the next stage of my life that I was not eating. And it began to show in my figure. I was so skinny. I mean, I was 98 pounds. And shit, I, pro- I probably was it 98. I was anywhere from 90 to 98 pounds uh, at the age from, um, I think it started when I was like 21. From 21 to about 23 years old, I'm in the 90s. That is unhealthy and that is not okay. And it's because I was focusing, like I was not eating, not that I wasn't intentionally eating, but I was so caught up in my work that I wasn't creating space or time for me to eat. And I was so skinny. And I thought it was, oh, I just can't gain weight or, oh, this is how I'm supposed to be naturally. Like, no, girl, you are not taking care of yourself. Your goals are important, but your health, if you aren't all the way together, you cannot work on your goals. This is, you know, even with mental health, mental health, physical health, you've got to be taking care of yourself. It's okay to take those pauses. It's okay to take those breaks. It's okay to take that time to think. It's okay to take that time to get yourself together. It's okay to, of course, take some time to go make a motherfucking breakfast, dinner, lunch, go make you a meal and sit and eat and get your body right. This is beyond trying to have that fat ass or that good figure. This is about making sure that you are okay mentally to continue to work on your dreams. Because if you're not taking care of yourself and you die tomorrow, then what the fuck was the point of having a dream? You couldn't even get get started on a dream because you weren't taking care of yourself. Take care of yourself. In my case, it was being too skinny. It's going to sound real fucked up. But if you big, if you fat, and you feel like you need to lose weight, get started on that shit today. If your weight, if your health, if whatever is not where it needs to be. Get it right. All right? Damn, people probably ain't gonna like me for saying the fat thing, but just get it right. That's some real shit. All right? Next thing I said I was gonna touch on was life is not a race. It really isn't a race. Stop comparing yourself to everybody on the internet. Everybody on the internet and posting the the struggles that they are going through. When you see Susie Mae sitting in Jamaica, first of all, you'll know if Susie Mae fucked Joe to get to Jamaica and you don't know if Susie Mae spent hours crying herself to sleep in a car because she ain't have a home and all of a sudden God gifted her with something. It really doesn't matter how Susie Mae got to Jamaica. You got to focus on how you, how me, Constance, Constance, how am I about to get to where I want to get to? Focus on you and put that energy into what you got to do. It's, you know, stop comparing yourself to people. When you compare yourself to people, that's when you find yourself in depression. That's when you find yourself procrastinating because you feel like, oh, well, I need what Susie Sa- Sally has. <laughs> I don't know why I'd be coming up with these white-ass names. Um, <laughs> but those are the names off the top of my head. But, you know, stop comparing yourself to people. Stop thinking life is a race because it just isn't. And when you... Let's get to the next topic, that gratitude. When you are focused on yourself and you have some gratitude, you got to have gratitude in life. When you appreciate your struggles, when you appreciate your journey, when you appreciate your process, when you appreciate the way life is, and when you understand that life is the way it is because God is setting it up this way because he has something greater than you can ever imagine. When you are grateful and show gratitude and you are appreciative, you are happier because you understand that this is the way life is supposed to be. You know, when I, before I began practicing gratitude, 
I was so down in the dumps about everything. I'm like, well, shit, why ain't shit picking up been, why hasn't shit been picking up for me? Yeah. Why ain't things working out for me? Why can't I get to where I'm trying to get to? Why am I still at this stage in my life? That was me failing to realize that God had this life path set for me, that this is what I needed to do. And in doing so, I was not being healthy, losing weight to the point where I was skin and bones. Mental health was fucked up because I was too busy comparing myself. You know, life ain't a race. Show gratitude. Be grateful. Another lesson I learned in life, you got to get close to God. Like, all right. So I told you I grew up in a Christian home, right? I grew up in a Christian home, but like, I didn't start taking my relationship with God seriously until like, I think it was my sophomore year, junior year in college. And I told you, I didn't really, really start getting close, close, close to God until the LA shit. But um, prior to that, I was just like, you know what? My parents love God. My parents introduced me to God. I'm good. I'm safe. I'm God's child. It's cool, right? Um, And yeah, I was always God's child. Still am God's child, but my actions weren't showing that I believed that God was really my father, that I was a child of God, right? And I wasn't reading the Bible. I wasn't learning God's word. I wasn't listening to God when God told me to make a right turn. I was making a left turn. I, You know, I just wasn't truly being a follower of God. And when I started picking up my Bible and I started reading God's word and I started being able to identify his voice and I started being able to just trust and truly delve into my faith, that is when life started to pick up for me because I started to understand why things were the way they were. I started to understand why and how God was working and moving in my life. Um, you need God in your life. I don't care what anyone says. I know nowadays everyone, there's a lot of people, for real, for real, whatever you want to refer to it as, whether you want to call it the universe, whether you want to call it whatever, you know, it's God, it's the Alpha Omega, it's the man upstairs, and he's going full force and taking care of us. So it's only right to show love and show respect to God and just, just show appreciation for God and get to know him, like, everyone is so caught up in relationships. That was me at a point in time. I'm like, oh, I need to find somebody. I'm tired of being single, tired of being single. Like the best relationship you can foster in life is one with God. God's going to get you to that. If, if you're dying to get to that beautiful relationship, first of all, once you find that relationship in God, you're not even going to be pressed over the relationship with beings on this earth. Cause what the fuck is a being to God? But yeah, man, when you foster that relationship with God, you just start becoming one with yourself. You start, it's a whole new version of you when you become one with God. And when you become one with God, God's going to find you and put you in places that you've been dying to be in because you are now learning to hear God. You're not learning to hear his direction. You're just, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Get close to God. I hope I broke it down to y'all in a good way. Sometimes when I be, when God be taking over, like when I get into my God moods, it might not make sense, but it makes sense to me. My brain be going everywhere because it's like just so much greatness that God has done for me. I don't even know where to start. But I can tell you, get to know that man. Because he's great. <laughs> um, yeah. What else did I learn? Um, let me just say a quick thank you to God. Thank you for allowing me to make it to today, Christmas 2021. Thank you. Um, okay, what else did I learn? 
Oh my God. Another thing I learned, entrepreneurship is so over glamorized on the internet. Like everybody on the internet is trying to be an entrepreneur and I don't think it's anything wrong with being an entrepreneur. I do see myself getting back into entrepreneurship, but it takes money to make money. You got to have some income coming in to have that business. You got to have a surplus of income to take care of things like, um, website maintenance, uh, dealing with returns and refunds and chargebacks. Like you really got to be set financially to have a business. And on top of that, now I'm not saying you can't do it without money. I'm just saying you do, you got to have that money. So you got for one, you got to have something to fund the business. So you stay and work. Don't be like, keep your job. Don't be like me and drop the job and do something dumb and move all the way across the country thinking life's going to change just because you moved to a whole nother state. And that's another thing I learned, but, um, hold on, I'm writing it down. But damn, <laughs> I don't, I told y'all be forgetting. Hold on. Let's try to, let's try to rejog where I was at. Damn y'all. Sorry. This, I should really start writing my shit down. I get on here and I'm like, let me just talk off the dome. Like, just, let me just go. God will guide me. I'll be having so much faith in God. I don't even be writing stuff down. I need to start taking some actions though. That's, that's another thing. Okay. Damn. Have money for the, like the business, the entrepreneurship is just over glamorized, right? It comes with a lot. There's times where you're going to be crying times you're going to be stressed times where that business ain't going to be making money like first of all don't put all your eggs into one basket like do not i would not have a business thing that this business is about to end my life like i would not drop everything and just focus 100 percent on the business and take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt if god is telling you to do whatever god's telling you to do that's fine this is my personal experience i'm just saying that know that you ain't about to be rich overnight you ain't about to you ain't gotta be rich. You just ain't gotta be rich overnight. That's all I could tell you. Like you, you really gotta be willing to grind. And like, if the grind isn't driving you anymore, if like you're seeing that the business isn't really satisfying you anymore, don't stick with it just because. Listen to your heart and listen to God. And sometimes you gotta just drop shit. I dropped my business because I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to focus on right now in my life. I couldn't do it anymore. And so I let it go. And I was holding on to the business, trying to make something shake because I did see it was growing. But at the same time, it wasn't satisfying me. So I had to learn to let go. So that's another thing. Learning to let go when things are no longer for you, whether it's your business, whether it's your job, whether it's a friend, whether it's whatever it is. Like, you got to know when to let go of certain things, right? Okay. So y'all got two lessons in that one. Now we're going back to, I have mentioned taking action, like having faith. But not taking action, it's like faith without work is dead. People say it all the time. I don't know if that's actual Bible verse, but when you have faith in God, you got to be willing to take some actions. Sometimes God's going to tell you to turn, make that left turn, make the left turn. Like you've got to have enough faith to act, right? And I, I think I had brought up the like uh, faith without action is dead or faith without work is dead because I was like, you know, I'll be coming to this podcast with my head on straight. I'm like, God's going to guide me through the whole podcast. And he does. But it wouldn't hurt for me to just write some stuff down so I'm a little bit more organized for y'all's sake. You know, th this comes with getting better with podcasts and just small things. Like sometimes you do need to take extra steps in order for God to continue to guide you. So take those steps, right? Another thing I wrote down that I said I would touch on was... Life won't change just because you moved. 
I see a lot of people moving and congratulations to them. Big ups to them. I'm so glad it worked out for them. But understand that life doesn't change just because you move to another state. Everybody wants to go to Atlanta. Everybody wants to go to Cali. Everybody wants to go to New York. Going to these big states is great, but you got to have a plan. And you're still going to be the same person if you move from Virginia to Atlanta to California. Like, if you aren't all the way together mentally, if you a negative Nancy, if you don't like going out to meet people, if you, you know, a homebody, you're going to be a homebody in whatever state you go to. Like, you're going to be who you are no matter what state you go to. So make sure you're really moving for opportunities and you're not just moving. Let me say, if you're moving for opportunities, make sure you're going to act on those opportunities. Don't just move because it's, you know, because of the cachet that's associated with the state to say, oh, I live in Atlanta. Like, if you ain't got no plan, if you ain't got no business really going to Atlanta, I mean, again, take everything I say with a grain of salt, but if you ain't got no business going to Atlanta, then I don't know what you're going to Atlanta for. I went to LA. I ain't have no business in LA. I could have made some shit shake. There were some opportunities. It's a lot of modeling going on. It's a lot of shit that I could have got myself into. A lot of things people suggested I got into, but me as a person, I just wasn't that kind of person. So it was like, what was I doing here? You know, I like... I think also understand that you can make some opportunities for yourself where you live, especially for the people in Virginia. I know everybody in Virginia is like, I got to get the fuck up out of Virginia. It's opportunities in Virginia. I live in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Shout out to Marie because Marie kind of made me realize this, but she was like, I mean, DMV is on the come up. We the next biggest thing. Like we the next thing to Atlanta is the African-American population is huge here. There are a lot of African-American entrepreneurs. There's a lot of networking opportunities. I mean, the DMV area is where it's at and, that's what, that gratitude, when you aren't grateful for where you are in life, you don't realize that like you can pursue a lot of things and you have a lot of opportunities in front of you in your hometown. You know, being ungrateful, feeling like you got to get to this next level, feeling like you got to get to this next place. You miss out on on that. Like if you ain't never been to a networking uh, event in the DMV, why are you going to go to a networking event in Atlanta? What's the difference? You get me? So, yeah, that that is that. Just take advantage of the opportunity to of the opportunities that are in your hometown and understand that moving around ain't going to change your life. But again, if God is telling you to go to Minneapolis, get up and go to Minneapolis. It don't really matter what Constance said. All right. If that's where your heart is calling you go, but just understand that like life, life ain't going to automatically change just because you go to a new state. If you ain't ready to jump on them opportunities, that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. What else did the kid learn in 2021 or in my 20s? You can't change people. Like, like I don't, going back and forth trying to change somebody that you dating is just a waste of your time. First of all, you ain't nobody parent. Like, I mean, shit, I ain't come to this world to be trying to guide somebody through being an adult. If they don't know how to be a, an adult and they don't know how to effectively communicate and they don't know how to love you the right way, then it ain't up to you to keep on trying to teach them that shit. You better move your ass on and go focus on something else. That's why, I, I mean, I don't know. I used to be so caught up in trying to make somebody like me, love me, get to know me, understand that I'm the best thing out. I don't got to prove that shit to you. And I learned that. Like, I, you know, I, I'm so glad that I learned it because who has the time and energy to be teaching people shit? And I get that there's like the, you know, everyone's like, well, you got to teach people how to love you and to some extent you do but like when god gives you the right person 
You ain't got to teach them nothing. God already prepared them for you or God is making it easy for this to come along. You shouldn't have to tell someone one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times to do something and they still not changing. Why are you going to sit around and wait for them to change? Like, obviously what you're saying isn't important to them. So that's your sign right there. Whew, another thing, child, God is always talking to you. There's always signs. There's always red flags. There's always something going off to let you know that this is or isn't for you. Pay attention to what's going on in your life. Stop trying to make up your own story or belief. Like, stop trying to see what you want to see. Really just take a second to look at what's in front of you. Yes, Constance, you spitting on them hoes today. Damn, we had 30-something minutes. Should I keep going? This is this about to be the longest podcast episode I ever had. And a lot of y'all, I was uh, sitting in my bed. So y'all know I work a 9 to 5. Well, it's Saturday, but I usually do a lot on Saturdays. And I actually had plans to um, meet up with an Instagram friend today. We had plans to do it at 11. Uh, shit got pushed back. So here I am recording. I was hesitant to record. That's really all I wanted to say. I was hesitant to record today because I was tired. And I was like, let me sleep. I'm so glad I did because I'm going in on these hoes. I'm doing that thing today, honey. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So I'll be listening back to my podcast. I'm like, damn, I should have said this. Damn, I should have said that. But I feel like I said a lot in 30 minutes. We got to, we're on 33 minutes. Is there anything else that I need to say? Anything else that I learned? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my God. This is something I have come to realize. It's like different, <laughs> different friends serve different purposes in my life, right? And I'm okay with that. Like I got my best friend. Like I have like she she serves every purpose in my life possible. Like God is so good for giving her to me. But I got other friends, and at a point in time, I was getting a little bit upset because like they weren't they weren't there for me 100% all the time, the way I needed them to be. But at the end of the day, they were satisfying whatever like whatever I befriended them for. Does that make sense? It sounds like using and abusing, but it's not even using and abusing. It's just understanding like certain people serve different purposes in your life and that's okay. It doesn't, you don't have to like try to push it to be more than it is, right? Don't get me wrong. I love all of my friends. I appreciate all of my friends. And again, some friends satisfy things that other friends can't satisfy. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's something I, I came to realize. Like it's just, you can't get too much out of people. And that's where boundaries comes into play. Like when you see someone can only give you X, Y, and Z, Return that shit. And not even in a fucked up way. It's just like if this, like if you only got a friend that's around, like if you got a friend and they only around for a good time, they just a good time, then they just a good time. It is what it is. And you got to cry about the fact that they not there for other shit. You can decide whether or not you want to keep them around because they are only there for just a good time. But if that's all they are and you're content with that, then that's okay. Don't be upset because they can't give you $40 when you need $40. They, they ain't your your $40 friend, you know what I'm saying? Um, that sounds like using, but also understand that everybody takes and gives in this world, man. I don't know. I don't be one to be crying and complaining too much about, oh, this person using me, this person ain't using me because you get to decide whether or not you're going to be used to that extent. Right. So it's, it's not a life is about giving and taking and I'm okay with giving and taking. I'm okay with like, you know, but I don't use none of my friends. I mean, they can all attest to it. I don't take much. But I do, I'm very blessed for all of the friends that I do have. They're all very, very, very great. And I'm just saying, damn, look at the earring that fell off during the podcast. I'm just saying, some people are just in your life for certain things and that's okay. The earring done fell off. 
Ooh, okay. Um, it's looking like we just time to end the podcast because I don't know what else to say, and it's about to be forty minutes. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank y'all so much for listening. I don't know why the hell hoop earrings can never ever stay in ears. Okay. All right, we good. I'll see you guys in the next episode. If you need advice, don't forget to call in, okay? The phone number is 240-587-3186. If you need advice, call in. You can also text me, but I prefer you call. If you want to type up the submission, you can also go to um, Constancy Podcast on Instagram at Constancy Pod. Click the link in my bio. Click on the Dear Constance Advice Column tab. Click on that. That will take you to the advice column. There you can leave an anonymous submission. Again, all submissions are anonymous, meaning I don't know who leaves these submissions, all right? And I don't really care who leaves these submissions. I'm just here to give y'all the advice that you need. So tap in, get right with that. Again, you can call me 240-587-3186. And um, Merry Christmas, everybody. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.